Thanks for joining us for another great message from Influences Church Australia. We hope it inspires you, encourages you, blesses you and brings you joy. For more information about our church, go online to influences.church. And now for our message. I'm super excited for what God's going to do. And today is a day of celebration. Amen. Today is a day where we can look and we can be reminded of everything that happened when Jesus went to the cross. But we know the end result. There's no spoiler alerts today. We know what happened three days later. We know that our Saviour, Jesus Christ, conquered death. He rose from the grave for you and for I. I don't know if you're excited about that, but I certainly am. And so today's a day of celebration. Today's a day where we get to rejoice in the fact that because He rose from the dead, we have life, we've conquered death, we've conquered sin because Jesus has done that for us, amen? If you're excited, turn to the person next to you and give them a big hearty smile. Hey, you will have received communion as you came in this morning. We're gonna take communion towards the end of my message this morning. So just hold 10, don't need to open that just yet. Um, but I wanna pray this morning and then we're gonna get into God's Word, amen? So God, we just thank you this morning. This is a day of celebration, a day to remember, but also a day to celebrate everything that you conquered, Jesus, on the cross, that you rose again so that each one of us can be forgiven of our sins, so that we can be reconciled with God, our Creator, and God, our Father. And today we rejoice in that. And I pray right now in this moment that your word would do what it's always sets out to do. And that is to not return void, but to pierce hearts, to change lives and to see people come to the fruition of knowing who Jesus Christ is. And that today we would walk away with a deeper understanding and a deeper revelation and a deeper joy and a deeper sense of thankfulness for all that you've done for us. And if you're super thankful for Jesus, give him a shout and say amen. Well, if you're watching online, it's so great to have you join us as well. And, um, you know, we get to a weekend like Easter and most of us are celebrating because, number one, Jesus, but many of us are celebrating because it means a few extra days off work. Can I hear an amen? You've got today and you've got Monday. And if you're super smart, you may have taken a few extra days at the end of each side, but it is a good weekend. And I am very aware that many of us this weekend would have perhaps prepared extra lists of things to do, jobs around the house that need to be done. Well, maybe no, but maybe yes. You know, many of us are masters of our to-do list. Many of us love a good to-do list. In, in fact, many of us spend more time writing a to-do list than we do actually doing the to-do list. I used to work with a girl many, 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 many years ago, not here, and she used to spend two hours every week writing the to-do list. And I was like, just do the to-do list. You probably will have done three quarters of it without even having to write it down if you just simply took the time to do your to-do list. But you know, sometimes we write a list and we get to the list and sometimes we write a list and we don't get to the list. And I've learned in life, my mum of two children, and I've learned in life that today I think I've got to do these tasks and I do them and I get them done, but then tomorrow they're there again. Can I hear an Amen. I do the washing today and then tomorrow the washing's still there. How does that happen? I do the groceries today, I check that off the list and then two days later, the kids are saying they're hungry and I've gotta go do the groceries again. Because sometimes in life, the things that we need to do just never get completed. 
I wash the floors in this moment. I turn around two moments later and there's food on the floor and I have to wash the floors again and Shana knows exactly what I'm talking about. If you've got a six-year-old, I'm actually, my boy's seven this week. If you've got a seven-year-old boy, you know what food on the floor looks like. Anyone relate? The to-do list is never done. In fact, we live in a world where there are lots of unfinished things, where there's lots of unfinished business and we look around. You've only got to drive around down south and you see that there's roads that have still not been completed. There's roadworks that holds people up. We live in a world of sometimes unfinished projects, unfinished business and unfinished things. We see all around us upgrades needing to be done to our hospitals, upgrades need to be done to this, that and the other and we live in society where things constantly need to be fixed. Nothing is ever really ever finished because the minute it's finished, it needs to be fixed again. But today, on Good Friday, we have a Saviour who came into the world and said, it is finished. It is finished. He's the only one who was ever able to complete everything he was sent on the earth to actually do. His mission was complete. John 4, 34 says this, then Jesus explained, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. Finishing his work. John 19, verse 28 to 30 says this, Jesus knew that his mission was now finished. And to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. Now, I don't know about you, just keep that scripture there for a moment. I've never experienced dying on a cross. Thankfully, I don't have to. But he's very, very, in this moment, close to death. Everything about his body has been brutally beaten, savaged. Everything is done. Yet he has the ability to say, I am thirsty, because it wasn't, his mission wasn't yet quite complete. Goes on to say, a jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put it on a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. And when Jesus tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and released his spirit. Jesus is about to die. Yet there's one last thing he needs to do and that is for you and for me to declare that it is finished. With every ounce of anything he had left on the inside of him, he mustered up the courage to declare with a loud victorious voice, it is finished. It's finished for you and it's finished for me. It was finished yesterday, it's finished today and it's finished for forevermore. It is finished finished. And there's been many great victories throughout the world. I mean, if Pastor Josh was here and he would agree that one of the victories he holds on to is being a Crows supporter in 1997 and 1998 and he's still living in the memory of that. I'm not sure what happened last week, Pastor Josh, but I do believe that the Sydney Swans beat the Adelaide Crows. And depending on your likes, depending on your dislikes, depending on your personal preference and personal opinion, you will think that there've been many great victories throughout the world. Sport, political victories, 
whatever it looks like. But the one thing I know is nothing compares to the statement that Jesus Christ made more than 2,000 years ago when he declared once and for all that it is finished. It's the greatest statement of victory known to mankind. A statement that wasn't just for that moment, it wasn't just for the moment for those people on the planet at that time, but it's a, it was a moment, a declaration that would resonate to every generation, that would resonate to every culture, and it still has a profound effect today. And I'm sure in that moment, when Jesus is dying on a cross and he's declaring his last words, it is finished, that the effect of that statement probably wasn't necessarily fully understood. And maybe you sit here today, maybe you're a first time visitor here to Influences Church and you're not even quite sure what those three words actually really mean for you. And I'm sure the Romans heard that statement, it is finished and thought perhaps that their competition was gone. They were probably rejoicing. Pilate probably thought that his political head, headache had been removed. The disciples heard those three words and probably felt like all their dreams and all their hopes for their future had been dashed, that the Romans were still gonna be ruling the earth and they were probably thinking, now we are finished. And the devil, well, he probably thought that he'd won. But the good news is Jesus didn't say, I am finished. Jesus said, it is finished. It is finished. You know, that statement comes from the Greek word, and we're gonna put it up on the screen, the Greek word to telestai, which means to be paid in full, to bring an end, to complete, to carry out fully, to accomplish. You see, I can do my checklist at home and say, I've finished my jobs for the day, but tomorrow I get up out of bed and there they are again. Every day, the jobs have still gotta be done. But when Jesus declared, it is finished, to tell us die, it was finished once and for all. It speaks of an action which has been completed in the past with results continuing into the present day and into the future. It says this happened and it is still in effect today. To Telestai, turn to your neighbour and say to Telestai. The truth is many things get watered down in society. Many, thing cha many things change through the generations. And many things that we held as truth maybe when we were younger or maybe even just a few years ago, seem to have degraded and things seem to have changed. Even truths that often we stand on seem to have changed from generation to generation. But there's one thing that has never changed because to Telestai means it was finished in that, that moment, it was finished in the present and it's finished for the future. It is finished. It is one statement that can never be watered down. It can never be removed because when Jesus died on the cross, He did it once and He did it for all. It is Finished. Now let me just talk you through this word, word to telestai. It was used a few different ways in the ancient world. Let, let me tell you a few of them. Employees would have used this word to telestai when at the start of their day they would have rocked up to work and would have been given a list of duties to do. At the end of their day they would have gone back to their boss with all their jobs completed and they would have looked at their boss and they would have said, to Telestai, the job is done. 
to Telestai. The job is done. There is nothing more that needs to happen. The truth is today, the job has been done for you. There is no need for you to do anything to seek God's approval, to work for His approval, to Telestai. The job is done. Nothing you do can make Him love you more. Nothing you can do can cause Him to wanna rescue you more. The job is done, to Telestai. When Jesus said it is finished, He said it's finished once and for all. Over your life today, I wanna say that word, to Telestai, the job is done. A, A legal person or a judge back in the ancient world would have used the word to telestai. In fact, they would have often stamped this on a, on a prison sentence or on a criminal record. When the sentence was finished and the, and the crime had been, the, the punishment had been done and the price had been paid by the person who'd committed that crime, a judge or a legal representative would have come along and they would have stamped the word to telestai on a person's criminal charges. Justice has been served. Justice has been served. Every wrong has been made right. Your sins are forgiven. Jesus has taken the shame of your past, the shame of your present, and the shame of your future, and He has stamped on it, and He has said, Tetelestai, it is finished. So what you carry today, you can be assured, Tetelestai, it is finished, it is over, it is final, it is complete. Romans 4 verse 25 says this, He was handed over to die because of our sins and he was raised to life to make us right with God. Colossians 2.14 in the Passion Translation says it like this. He cancelled out every legal violation we had on our record and the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. They cannot be be retrieved, why? Because it is finished, to Telestai. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. My sins, your sins sent Jesus to the cross. But it is finished, to Telestai says justice has been served. The job is done and justice has been served. No matter how you've come in this morning, No matter your past, no matter how you find yourself sitting here today, you need to know that justice has already been served. You don't need to carry the shame of your past. You don't need to even carry the shame of your mourning because that word to Telestai says it is finished and it's finished once and for all. Justice has been served. Merchants, in ancient world, the merchants, when a debt was paid off, So someone came in to pay off a debt that they owed to somebody. The merchants would have taken the paperwork and just as a a legal representative or a judge would have done, they too would have stamped the word to Telestai on the paperwork that said the debt has been paid in full. Paid in full. Over your life today, to Telestai, paid in full. Paid in full. We live in a society where we can put things on our credit card. We live in a society today where we can put things on afterpay. We can buy something and we can pay it off a little bit here and a little bit there, but yet we get to enjoy the benefits of it. You need to know that the debt has been paid in full. There's no more instalments to be made. There's no afterpay debt that's gonna come running after you. The debt has been paid in full. 
Ephesians 1 verse 7. He's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He purchased it. He purchased our freedom. That means today that you are set free, that you can live in victory, that you have freedom. Freedom in your mind, freedom in your thoughts, freedom from your past, freedom from even your present, knowing that tomorrow when you walk into your future, no matter what you face, you have freedom because Jesus said on the cross, it is finished. You know, we live in a world of exchange. We want something, we exchange something to receive that thing. But you gotta know today, the debt has been paid in full. Your freedom has already been purchased. Your freedom has already been paid for. He's not looking going, I need you to do this and I need you to do that. Jesus died on the cross and purchased your freedom in that moment. An artist. In the ancient world, an artist would have been painting their masterpiece using their brushes or whatever they used to create what they were creating. And they've got in their mind's eye that picture, that masterpiece, that thing that they're trying to create. And in the last moments before the masterpiece is complete, the artist would stand back, do the final stroke on the piece of artwork and then stand back and reflect and look at the artwork, the masterpiece, the thing that they had created. And when they knew that it was done, they would look and they would say the word to Telestai, the masterpiece is complete. The picture is complete. There is nothing more that is needed. This is complete and it is a masterpiece. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says this, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things He planned for us long ago. You are God's masterpiece. When God created you, when God crafted you, He knit you together in your mother's womb. He stood back and He looked and He said to Telestai, the masterpiece is complete. And He hasn't taken that back. He's not looking at you now in all your life's ups and downs. In all that life sometimes throws at us, He's not looking at you and going, oh dear, I didn't quite get that one right. He's not looking at you and going, I need to go back and cover up. We are God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. And Jesus declared that last statement of victory on the cross, it is finished. You were created as His masterpiece. There's no part of you that He looks at and says, I got that one wrong. That's a masterpiece, but that one, ooh. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Nothing more to add, nothing more to take away. He created you and He loves you. He loves you in all your facets, every part of you the deep, dark, hidden places that you are so ashamed of, He says, I love you. I created you and I've created you to do good things that I planned for you long, long ago. 
The truth is today, however you've walked in and if you're watching online, however you find yourself, God sees you as a masterpiece. His masterpiece. His masterpiece. Do you know sometimes when you look at somebody else's artwork, you can't always see what the artist sees. But the artist looks with an eye because they've created that masterpiece. And maybe you look in the mirror and you see yourself in all your shame. You see all your weaknesses, you see all your failings. But I wanna say to you today, God looks at you and He sees His masterpiece. He sees you as He created you. Because He created you as His masterpiece. And He says over your life today, to tell us die, the masterpiece is complete. And then the priests, and the team can come and join me. The priests, when they would offer a sacrifice, when they would bring an animal to be sacrificed, they would inspect the animal to make sure that it was perfect and without blemish. And when the, after they'd inspected it and before they were to hand it as a sacrifice, they would look at the animal and if it was perfect and ready to be sacrificed, they would say, to Telestai, the sacrifice has been made. 1 John 2 verse two says this, He is, He is, who is it? Jesus, He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. He is the atoning sacrifice. He is your sacrifice for the sins of your past, the sins of your present and the sins of your future. He is your atoning sacrifice. And when He declared on the cross that it is finished, it was done, it was complete. You need to know that the sacrifice has already been made. There are no more sacrifices that need to be made. There's no more things that need to be offered up. The sacrifice has been made. He has stamped to telestai over everything that would hold you back from recognising that you are a child of God, that you are His masterpiece, that justice has been served, that a debt has been paid in full and that the job is done. You are His masterpiece and He's done everything He can so that you can find yourself in relationship with Him. So that on this Good Friday of 2021, you can stand without shame, without blemish, without hindrance. And you can say to Telestai, the job is done. Justice has been served. I am His masterpiece. The sacrifice has been made and the debt is paid in full. Hebrews 10 verse 14 says this, it was a perfect sacrifice by a perfect person to perfect some very imperfect people. Talking about me and talking about you. But that single offering, He did everything that needed to be done for everyone who takes part in the purifying process. You may be saying, Pastor Alice, you have no idea. You have no idea of my past. You have no idea of my present. You have no idea what I'm facing in my future. Do you know what? I don't need to know because to tell us die. You have a God who sent His only Son Jesus Christ to die on a cross, to declare it is finished. So that no matter how you find yourself today, we can be reminded that Jesus wasn't finished, that it was finished. The sacrifice was made, the debt was paid. 
the masterpiece was complete. Justice was served and our debt was paid in full. Jesus is saying all of these things over each one of our lives today. When Jesus said it's finished, it was finished in the past, it's still finished in the present and it will remain finished in our future. It is finished. You know, right now, I'd love to take a moment to pray for us. To pray that these words would enable each one of us, whether we know Christ or whether we don't know Christ, we're watching online, that these words would actually allow us to live in such a greater sense of freedom. Because when you know what Christ has done for you and you know what's been afforded for you, you begin to live with a freedom and a knowledge of the benefits that have been afforded to you. Friends, the debt's been paid. Justice has been served. The sacrifice has been made. And let me tell you today, you are God's masterpiece. And He created you to do good things in your future. Maybe you're here today and you feel like you're finished. Maybe you feel like the situation you're, find, you're finding yourself in is finished. Well, the good news today on Good Friday is that because of Jesus, because of the sacrifice that He made, because of the words that He declared and because He rose again on the third day, it is finished. It is finished once and for all. Will you bow your heads with me for a moment? The truth is there's nothing more any of us can do except to believe. And all over this place, and if you're watching online, I'd like to invite people all over this room and wherever you find yourself online to come into relationship with Jesus Christ, to recognise that you too are His masterpiece, that the sacrifice was also made for you so that you can be in relationship with, with God. Truth is, when God crafted you together in your mother's womb, He created you to be in relationship with Him. But sin entered the world and that hindered us from being in relationship with Him. But the simple answer to, become, to come back to relationship with Him is to believe. It says in John, but to all who believe, believed and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. And I wanna pray for you all over this place. I wanna pray for those of you who've perhaps never prayed a prayer inviting Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Saviour. I wanna pray a prayer today for those of you who are sitting here thinking, you know what, maybe once I prayed a prayer, but I know that I need to come back into right relationship with Him. On Good Friday, 2021, I wanna make a decision to recognise that the sacrifice has been made and that I am His masterpiece. And today He's calling me into relationship with Him. Hello, thank you so much for watching this video today. I pray this sermon has blessed you encouraged you and inspired you. You know, we may never have met, I may not know you, but God knows you. And I'll tell you today, God loves you. That even before you knew about Him, He loved you. And He has a plan and a purpose for your life. You know, so many of us do life on our own, trying to lead our life in a way that finds answers and finds the peace and finds the joy we're looking for, but we come up short. But God knew that you needed rescuing, that you needed saving, that you needed His love. So He sent His Son, Jesus, to come and pay the price for our mistakes. He lived a perfect life, but knowing we couldn't, He said, I will take their place. So He died and rose again so that His death could pay the penalty 
from my mistakes and my past and his life could make a way so that I could have life. I believe that when you believe in what Jesus did and when you invite him to be Lord of your life, you can experience forgiveness, peace, hope, joy, purpose and life like you've never known before. It's not about what we've done or who we're not. It's about that we have a God who's good, who can turn things for good and loves you. He's a father, he's a friend, and you can invite him into your life today by simply saying this prayer after me. I'm gonna say this prayer and wherever you are, wherever you're watching around the world, pray this prayer with me. Maybe you once knew God and you walked away. You know what? Maybe he's getting your attention today to say, come back into relationship with me. Maybe you've known religion, but never a real genuine relationship with God. Why don't you say this prayer too? And I believe this can be the beginning of a great new day. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for loving me and giving your life for me. I pray you forgive me for my past and you walk with me into my tomorrow. Let me know your grace, your forgiveness, your peace, your purpose, your joy and your hope into my life. I ask you to lead me and guide me from this day forward. Be Lord of who I am in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer today. I believe that as you did, the peace, the grace and the love of God comes into your life. You know what? The past is real, but it doesn't have to dictate your future. Let the love, the grace and the word of God go with you from this day forward. And I believe the best days are ahead for you. If you prayed this prayer or you want to know more, maybe you're on the journey. Why don't you flick us an email so we can send you some material about following Jesus. We can maybe connect you with a local church near you that you can do life with, get good people around you. And we would love to pray with you. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. I'm so glad you're on the journey of following Jesus. I'm so glad you listened today. God bless.